Blog Talk Radio. Okay, praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. This is our 18th year, 18 years being on the air, and we will be coming out of our archives. And we're going to have a revelation that God gave us. God gave, gave this ministry a lot of revelation. And in order to be a minister of deliverance, it has to be done in the revelation. It can't, it, can't, it can't nothing be done through thinking, through analyzing, through speaking, teaching. It has to be done when the Holy Spirit moves you to do it. You have to be disciplined for that. And demons don't like you to follow the Holy Spirit. They want you to follow man, yourself, or your mind and there's a spirit that God showed me and uh, we got me and sister Durden got a revelation from it years ago uh, in the capacity of this spirit and we deal with these demons every day uh, for the past 18 years we started off uh, at a hospital when I met uh, chaplain John Durden wanted to commit suicide he came to my house and um, ministered to me and uh, really gave me a place of fellowship. I was waiting on my disability and uncertainty about my life uh, because I got injured. And uh, during that time, I got I got married, and God began to call me into a ministry that I was familiar with, not as much as deep as I am now, but through Pastor Wayne Thompson on Dotson and County Drive in East Point, a Fellowship of Faith Church. And uh, when I started there, uh, many years ago, I was introduced to the Ministry of Deliverance, and I was introduced to the country of Jamaica, where I live at now. And uh, I started off as a janitor at Fellowship of Faith Church, and I went from a janitor to a musician, from a musician to a messenger to Jamaica. And uh, my first encounter being in this wonderful country was I was in Duncan Trelawney uh, giving food and helping uh, children orphanage here in uh, Jamaica and backslid he came back to the Lord oh three I met Chaplain John Durden oh five uh, I began to study the word for three years I fasted three days every Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and I read from nine o'clock to two and I still read and God has called me uh, into the ministry uh, God doesn't call based on your spelling ability of your, he calls based on your humility and your humbleness. And this has been a wonderful uh, 18 years. I've met a lot of people. I've been to Israel twice, been to Jamaica 30 times, um, on the way to Ghana, uh, Africa, in March to be in Ghana to teach at the church in Ghana who invited me to come there for six months. This ministry is a very wonderful ministry, but it's a ministry that you can't do it in the flesh. Nothing in this ministry should be done in the flesh. What you're going to say, how you're going to say it, who you're going to say, uh-uh, can't do that. Strict, it's more stricter than the liberal Christian pastors that, you know, say a little prayer to and go on and really don't face off with the enemy. And uh, this ministry teaches you how to collide with evil forces and not deal with people. Mostly in the secular church, I call it secular church Baptists, even so-called Church of God in Christ or churches that just speak in tongues and don't operate in the spirit, moves away from the ministry of deliverance. And when that happens, there will be no change in the individual person. Demons make up 70% of your personality. The rest is your flesh, your anger, your, oh, your will. And 
this spirit that we're going to be talking about now is a wild man spirit. This thing goes against authority. I've seen this thing rise in the past 18 years. We're going back in our old archives because we're celebrating our 18th year anniversary, Wild Man Spirit. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth. We thank you for the day that you have given us, O Lord God. We bind all demonic spirits in the name of Jesus. We take authority over Pleiades. We come up against Arturus. We come up against Maseroth in the name of Jesus of Nazareth and every high celestial spirit in the second heaven. And we pull down these demons that will cause interference in the airways, according to Ephesians 2.2. And, Father, right now we ask that Michael the archangel cover us, yet Michael the archangel, when contenting about the body of Moses, does not bring in any railing accusation against thee, but say, The Lord rebuke thee. Satan, we rebuke you. Lord, use me as your oracle, and I ask that the Holy Spirit take over my mouth as I speak these words to those who are listening to us here at Fellowship of Deliverance Church and throughout the world. In Jesus of Nazareth's name we pray. Amen. I want to talk about a demonic spirit that's in operation in America. And this spirit not only operates in America, it operates in Christians. And most Christians I've found being a pastor are very undisciplined. Uh, most Christians, they go to church and they don't even know the purpose of church. They don't even know the history of church, where it comes from and why God have us to assemble ourselves. We're not supposed to forsake the assembly of the righteous, I think it's in Hebrews 10. 14, if I'm not mistaken. We're supposed to fellowship with the righteous. We don't understand what that is. And there's a wild man spirit within Christians. And I've noticed since I've been a pastor how I have to struggle and come up against people. And, and when I'm talking to them, it's, it's like, a, it's, it's like a, 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 a war going on spiritually. And God revealed how this spirit uh, happens. It's an Ishmael spirit. And what this Ishmael spirit does is infiltrate the human body by rebellion. If you can rebel, you're a primary target of this spirit. If you can not respect spiritual authority, it, you are definitely a primary target of it. And what happens is that this spirit pushes you into idolatry. And it pushes you into doing what you want to do, how you want to do it, and when you want to do it. I'm going to give an example for myself as a young pastor. Uh, I have a pastor, and his name is Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. And he's been my pastor for the past 25 years. And there are some things that I disagree with my pastor on. But because I respect my pastor, a lot of people tell me, well, you don't have to submit to him. You're your own pastor. And when I hear that, I can hear the Holy Spirit tell me, wow, donkey. And I was like, well, Lord, what is this wild donkey you're talking about? And every, uh, since I, every time I came back from Israel, when I talked to different people, God has been showing me how this spirit operates in people. One, if you don't have discipline, you are a primary target of this spirit. And what happens is this is a secondary will that you operate in because you're not in God's perfect will. And if Abraham would have listened to God instead of Sarah, we wouldn't be dealing with Ishmael today. And the primary reasons why Abraham obeyed Sarah is because he took his eyes off God and started looking at himself in the natural and started saying how old he is and started formalizing what could happen and what could not happen. 
when a human being starts formalizing things in their carnal mind, uh, the donkey spirit is coming. When they start analyzing stuff instead of waiting on the Lord, according to Proverbs 37, the Bible says, wait on the Lord. And this donkey spirit implements a person when you don't have any patience. It will push you to do things that uh, you normally wouldn't do. And that's why I wait. When people try to make me make decisions and, hey, hurry up and do this, and this is how you want to be doing That's how I do it. Amen. I just look at them like they're crazy because I'm going right back to prayer, and I'm going to carry it before the Lord. We can't make decisions at all without God's approval. As husbands and leaders, especially for men, we are not allowed to make any of these decisions unless God give us the approval. And sometimes we don't want to wait on God because what we want to do is go create our own calf, create our own idols, and do the things that Aaron did before uh, Moses came down from the mountain. That spirit is still in existence with us today. And I've gotten a revelation of this new demon that the Lord has taught me about. And if you're in a deliverance ministry, you should be able to get different revelations of different demons. I am primarily a deliverance minister. My major objective is to teach deliverance. Prior to that, whatever comes after that, it will fall. And I have to come back to my calling. And this is why I'm teaching this today. In the book of Genesis, chapter 16, verse 8, it says, And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where hast come thou, and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarah. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art wild child and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord had heard thy afflictions. And he will be a wild man. And we see that today, where this same seed cannot get along with anybody in the Middle East. It cannot get along with his half-brother, which is uh, Jerusalem, which are Israelis. They are half-brothers. And we see that even in today's society that Al-Qaeda is coming up against the United States government. Come on out. In the name of Jesus, come on out. Go. Go out. Get out of them. Blow. Come on out. And we see that this spirit is coming up against the U.S. government. We here in the United States, in these United States of America, we have been attacked by this wild man. And in 2001, we all can remember how uh, the Twin Towers was hit by Islamic fundamentalists. That's a spirit. Not only did this spirit come on out, come on out in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Come on out. And as I was saying, uh, the towers was hit by these wild men, which are descendants of Ishmael. And then he says in Genesis chapter 16, verse 12, And he will be a wild man. His hands will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the, in the presence of all his children. And she called the name of the Lord that spoken to her, 
Thou God seest me, for she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore the well was called Berlishah. Behold, it is between Cushtius and Bered. And Hagar bared Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bared Ishmael. And, and, Abraham, and Abraham was fourscore and six, six years old when Hagar and Ishmael to Abraham. Now this spirit entered, and this wild man's spirit is undisciplined. In a church setting, it will not subject itself to authority. It will question authority. It will always bring augmented spirits that go with the spirit. It will never do things in decency and order, and it will not recognize headship. Now, this spirit is more prevalent in men than it is in, in women. And God has shown me that uh, the spirit of Jezebel mostly have the same symptoms of this wild man spirit in men. And what this demon tries to do is to push you into idolatry. It makes you want to serve God when you want to serve God, come to church when you want to come to church, subject yourself to the flesh and allow you to escape in natural things instead of searching God's word. Make you become double-minded, okay, and makes you become schizophrenic to God. Because if you're not covered by the Lord and, and, and with the sprinkling blood over you, anybody, regardless of what status they are as a Christian, if they're not have subjected themselves to the obedience of Jesus and his word, this wild man's spirit will multiply within yourself, and it creates more demons. And God showed me how this thing operates. The first thing the wild man's spirit does is bring in stubbornness. Then when the stubbornness comes in, it resists the Holy Spirit. It's fighting constantly against the Holy Spirit. And what was this brother who was wrestling against an angel? Jacob. And when Jacob was wrestling against an angel, that wild man's spirit became birthed. God gave me the revelation on it. And as he was wrestling with his angel, Satan, seeing this going, he said, hmm, I need to create a spirit. And the devil has the authority to make his kingdom however he wants his kingdom. The Lord has nothing to do with the kingdom of darkness. So however the names that the devil gives his, 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 his uh, warriors, is on him. We do have two kings, Matthew twelve twenty six and twelve twenty eight. And as Jacob wrestled all night before he subjected himself to the power of God, this wild man's spirit came over him. It will make you wrestle against the Holy Spirit. It will make you toss and fight the authority of the Lord God. Now what it does is set you up for idol worship. And it puts you to become an idol. And now it makes you become an enemy of God. So without discipline, and the word says that being a disciple means to be what? Discipline. So without discipline, you become a wild man. And when you become a wild man, you take on the spirit of Pharaoh. And they work together.
let me show you something. Now, as I was showing you now, I'm going to show you some scriptures. And I'm going to turn this mic over to Sister Durden, and we're going to let her read some things to you. The wild man's spirit operates in six functions. The first function, we're going to show you how it operates in Exodus chapter 4, verse 21. The next one is in Exodus chapter 5, verse 23. The next one is in Exodus chapter 6, verse 9. And the next one is in Exodus chapter 7, verse 22. And the next one is in Exodus chapter 4, verse 21. So let's look at Exodus 4, 21. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, When thou goest to return unto Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thy hand, but I will harden his heart, that he shall not let the people go. If you get wild with the Lord, and you're constantly being wild, and you're constantly being wild, because we're not in the Old Testament, we're in the New Testament. He won't harden your heart like he did under the law. He'll turn you over to the adversary. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, 5, we read that the Bible says that he will turn, to turn you over to, to the tormentor. So when this wild man's spirit is operating in you, and if a pastor can't contain it, and if you don't want to get any deliverance, the best thing we need to do is just turn you over to the tormentor and let the Lord deal with this. And you get hit so much enough in the spirit realm with this demon, you're going to want to submit to it. This wild man's spirit is very uncontrollable. If you see anybody in the church that's just totally uncontrollable, they have a wild man's spirit within them. Now let's look at some more symptoms of this wild man's spirit. Let's go to Exodus chapter 5, verse 23. And it says, For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath done evil to his people. Neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. He hath hurt everybody around him. He can care less as long as he get what he want to do. He get what he want to get. Let's go to Exodus chapter 6, verse 9. In Exodus chapter 6, verse 9, it says, And Moses spoke so unto thy children of Israel, but they hearkened not unto Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. They will not submit to a pastor. They will not submit to spiritual leadership. They will not subject themselves to any covering there is, and they will get angry at the covering. Now, you've seen people in the church like this go up against the pastor, got something negative to say about the pastor, instead of praying for the pastor, you're going to say something negative to the pastor. Instead of fasting, you want to bring divisions and animosity toward one another. Now, let's look at uh, this very clearly. It says, And Moses spoke so unto the children of Israel, but they hearkened not unto Moses. They won't hearken to a spiritual leader. A wild man's spirit won't do it. So you have to turn them over to the tormentor. Won't the Bible says they be an anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. They are under so much bondage that they are undisciplined. Most people who have this wild man spirit, they was born spoiled. They never had any discipline at home. Rich people can have this spirit, especially young rich folks. They have it their way. Look, let's look at this lady. Uh, her father owned the hotels, Hilton, Paris Hilton. 
This is the most wildest young woman we can ever see in society. She's always at a pro And you know what? As I was watching her, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit told me, wild man spirit. That's how I got this revelation. How many people are learning something from this? And I said, Lord, this person is uncontrollable. This person is in parties. She's doing what she want to do. She's uncontrollable. That's a wild man spirit. You know of anybody else in society? Beyonce is like that. Tower Banks is like that. All of them. Uh, we're going to have a pastor, uh, Brother Chris, is going to share some information. Again, we, we are deliverance ministers, and I'm not the only one in here that have anointing, and I'm not the only one in here that's called. And we're going to get another minister to share his insights concerning this wild man spirit. Well, as, as, as the spirit is flowing today, one thing that came to me is that a wild man spirit will also influence other wild men. It will wake up that spirit within that person if that person has no sense of self-control, no sense of righteousness, no sense of the revelation of Jesus Christ, they will be easily influenced by the wild man spirit, regardless if it's in a woman or it's in a man. It's of no respect to person. So to overcome this spirit, we must know that, first of all, who we are in Christ and that it is the revelation of Jesus Christ that strengthens our spirit so we can learn to resist these spirit and become disciplined as disciples of Christ. And you said a mouthful, brother, discipline. And most of them need a whole lot of discipline. Let's look at uh, Exodus chapter 7, verse 22. Now, it says, And the musicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he hearken unto them, as the Lord has said. They're operating witchcraft. This wild man spirit, how can you say that you are a born-again Christian if the Holy Spirit is not controlling you? Then if you don't let the Holy Spirit control you, something else is controlling you outside the Holy Spirit. That's witchcraft. Now, let me get something straight. When you hear me say witchcraft, I'm talking about witchcraft in the flesh. I am not talking about spiritual witchcraft. Because the Bible says in the book of Galatians that witchcraft is part of the flesh. So this wild man's spirit is referred to here, and if you see in the Old Testament, it was referring to the musicians in black magic. But because this is coming from Revelation, the Lord has revealed to me that he's not indicating that this wild man's spirit operates under black magic, but it operates under witchcraft, which is the part that I'm talking about is the flesh. And in Galatians chapter 5, we'll see that the Bible particularly says that witchcraft is of the flesh. And if you see here in Galatians chapter 5, verse uh, 19, it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft. That's the flesh. Uncontrollable. Will not allow the Holy Spirit to submit. And that's the wild man spirit that I'm talking about. Okay, last but not least, we have Tumo in Exodus chapter 8, verse 32. And it says, And Pharaoh's hardened his heart. At the time also, neither would he let the people go. Now, he hardened his own heart. A wild man's spirit will resist God, harden their own heart, a free will to do evil. Now, these are born-again Christians that are operating with this. 
You ever seen a person come, you know he he come, and he's the one. You ever seen a Christian that's around you, he always want to debate you. He always have a question to say. He got something to say. You, you are never right. He's always right all the time. Wild man spirit. And here in Ex- in the last one, uh, let, let me clear this, in, uh, which is in... Uh, let me see, Exodus 8.15. But when Pharaoh saw that there was respect, he hardened his heart and hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. He won't follow order. So what this wild man spirit does is will push you into idolatry if you don't get this thing cast out of you. And what is idolatry? That's worshiping anything but God. And if we say that we're born-again Christians and we have signed a contract by his blood, now when you get saved, you will have a contract with the Lord. You ask the Lord to come into your life, and you supposed to have asked the Lord to change you. But if the Lord can't change you, and he said you're bought with a price according to 1 Corinthians 6.20, and if he can't change you, then what you've done is perverted the calling of God in your life, and what you have done is moved out of God's obedience into your own free will. In Revelation 22:11, he says, He that wishes to be evil, evil, let him be evil, and he who wishes to be righteous, let him be righteous still. And God wants us to be obedient to his word. He said, Behold, I come quickly, and that I will spit you out your mouth, according to uh, uh, Revelation chapter 3, verse 15. He'll spit us out our mouth. And he, won't, he doesn't want us lukewarm. He wants us to be totally obedient to him. And if you're totally obedient to him, that will stop the wild man's spirit from proceeding into your heart. Now, let's look at the symptoms of this wild man spirit and what will happen. Turn to the book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 11. We're going to the book of Judges. Again, chapter 2, verse 11. We're reading out of the King James Version. And it reads, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Balaam. Moving on to verse 12, And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods, of the gods of the people that were round about them, and bowed themselves unto them, and provoked the Lord to anger. And they forsook the Lord, and served Baal and Ashtaroth. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he delivered them into the hands of the spoilers that spoiled them, and he sold them into the hands of their enemies round about, so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. Whithersoever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn unto them, and they were greatly distressed." Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them, and yet they would not hearken unto their judges. Now, if you see where they won't hearken unto them judges, a wild man's spirit will not hearken unto a pastor, will not hearken unto an elder. Now, in the natural, if you're listening to me here, don't allow the devil to tell you in your carnal mind, Never heard of no such thing as a wild man spirit. You don't know the spirit world. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you to this. This is revelation. And revelation is to reveal hidden things in the Bible so that the natural will understand those things that's in the spirit. 
And this is what you call revelation. And that's in Galatians chapter 1, verse 12. So if you see here how this wild man spirit penetrates, once it penetrates, it produces demons. Every demon has a suckling to look after. Demons operate in gangs. They are always flowing in gangs. Now, how can we deal with this wild man's spirit and what we must do in order for us to be free from it? Now, let's look at the spiritual surgery of the deliverance ministry and how we can exercise this thing out of us. Please turn to Matthew chapter 12 and continue to read uh, Judges chapter 2, verse 11. We're going to go back to that because I want to pinpoint some things in Judges chapter 2, verse 12 after I illustrate this here to you. This is Pastor Emmett Overton here at Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We want to thank you for listening to us. If you have any comments concerning the sermon, please contact Minister Candace Durden at fdimresearch at hotmail.com. Now, we're talking about this wild man's spirit and, and what it does. Now, how can we deal with this thing and, and, and what it takes for us to get this thing executed out of our life? If you look at Matthew chapter 12, I'm going to show you something here in the book of Matthew chapter 12. And here it says in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29, it says, or else how can one enter into a strong man's house? Now, that's a code that God has revealed to me about this strong man. What is it that he's talking about, the strong man's house? Well, the answer is in Ephesians chapter 5, 5, and it's also in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. But let's look at Ephesians 5, 5 first. We are breaking down to you how you can get this wild man's spirit out of you. We've got you doing all kind of crazy stuff, having you operating against authority, rebelling against authority, fighting authority, and coming up against it. It says here, for, ye, for this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater had any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. This thing will pull you out the inheritance of God and his kingdom. See, when we are operating in rebellion, we don't understand the danger that rebellion can cause us to operate under. When my pastor tells me to do something, and I'm 48 years of age, I have never in 25 years argued with my pastor. I have had more church members to argue at me, to come up against me, to fuss with me, to shoot their little self back in and say their little words with me, and God showed me they have a wild man's spirit. I've never done that with my pastor. I may come across any disagreement with my pastor, and I will submit exactly to what he tells me to do. I will say, yes, sir. Because I have respect for his position. Some of us don't have respect for this position because we've never been taught about how the positions of prophets, pastors, and evangelists are in operation, according to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Those are the five main gifts. We don't know that. So it's our job to teach people how to come up against this spirit so that it won't dwell in them and stop them from coming into the inheritance of the kingdom of God. This demon will stop you from receiving the blessings of God. 
And here it says here, for this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person. So this wild man's spirit is unclean to God. It's an unclean spirit having you operating like a fool, making you look so stupid, making you come up against authority, making you come up against your pastor, making you come up against whatever it is your pastor is trying to share. A pastor's job is to keep you out of hell. His job is to oversee you. And if you haven't been taught that, you're going to miss what he's trying to show you. Now, there is another thing that we need to understand when you're dealing with this wild man's spirit. What principality does this thing come from? What location is it at? You've got to find the location of a spirit in order to attack it. If you look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, it says, Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We have to come unto the Lord Jesus and ask us, Lord, you transfer me under your blood and remove this principality that's assigned over me and call those things that it may not be and cast it down. You cast that principality down, that high-ranking spirit. You have the authority to cast it down. Here, back in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29, it says, Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house? If this wild man's spirit is a strong man, you need to ask the Holy Spirit by word of knowledge, only by word of knowledge you have to ask the Holy Spirit. And there are two gifts that you need to do in order to deal with this spirit. In 1 Corinthians Chapter 12, the Bible says that there are a distinguished gift that we must have, word of knowledge, 1 Corinthians 12, 8, and discernment of spirits in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. We need that revelation knowledge to deal with this wild man's spirit. I can't tell you where it comes from, but the Holy Spirit can tell you where it comes from, and the Holy Spirit can tell you how it got in there. And the best thing for Christians to do, if you don't have any answers, to go on a fast. Fasting will break any yoke that there is to be broken. And the devil definitely don't want you going on no fast. So when you come up against this spirit, you have to get it identified. Now, I want to let you listen to the audience to know that demons follow in groups. Now, this is not for the Fellowship of Deliverance people here who's listening to me. This is for some people out here that may not have never heard this before. In the book of Lamentations... The Bible speaks of the word monster one time. Monsters are referred to demons. In Lamentations chapter 4, verse 3, it says, Even the sea monsters, now, oh, the sea monsters are spirits that operate in the sea. So we understand these are sea creatures. Most demons, some of them operate on land and some of them operate in the sea. Well, the ones that was in the pigs, when Jesus told them to return, they jumped into the sea because they wanted to go back to their main big dog, and that's Leviathan. So most of these sea creatures, when they go back in the sea, is referred to Leviathan. They are under the authority of Leviathan. So when you see sea, think of Leviathan. Leviathan doesn't operate on land. He is the king over all the children of pride. So you have to distinguish 
what rank that these particular demons are and that they're, how they got there. And if you also notice here in Mark chapter 5, and we will go back to Matthew chapter 12. I haven't forgot it. We're at 12.29, but hold on to that because I want to carry you to Mark chapter 5. And it will explain to you these dwellings of these particular demons and where they at and where they go to and who they are subordinate to. It is very important you understand the subordination of the authority or the, who they are obeying in order for you to take the authority that Jesus has given you and to eliminate their power within your life or to eliminate the demonic spirit that's operating in that person. You have to be very particular when you're dealing with deliver, deliverance and you have to be very thorough. You can't deal with deliverance. Uh, just say a couple of prayers this over. Amen. The devil like that. That's not thorough enough. Demons are very thorough. Let me show you why they're very thorough. Can someone read Lamentations 4 or 5? I'll show you why that they're very thorough, that they stick together. And when you deal with this wild man spirit, you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit, who is up under this wild man spirit and what other demons are related to that in order to disassociate them and bring civil war with spirits. And if you don't know anything about how to bring civil war in the demonic kingdom, I would prefer you get the book, when worthy, and Sister Durden will share with you how to get information from when worthy, and you need to get this book. It's called Silver War in the Kingdom of, of God, where you can tell demons and uh, give the authority in the name of Jesus to create silver war. And when we see this, after she explained this to you, we will see that demons follow other demons. And here in Lamentations 4 and 5, in reference to the strong man, wild man demon, they have other subordinate spirits under them. And pay close attention so that you can get this book. This is Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We are here to teach you deliverance 24 hours a day. The book, it's actually a tiny booklet. It's called Civil War in Satan's Kingdom. It is by author Wynne Worley. He is also a deliverance minister. He's now on with the Lord, but his name is spelled W-I-N. The last name is spelled W-O-R-L-E-Y. You can purchase the book. It's maybe 3 or $4 at www.publications.com. And you need to learn how to deal with demons and cause chaos. Apostle John Eckhart is perfect at it, and he knows how to bring chaos in the kingdom of God. We're talking here about the wild man donkey spirit, where a person acts at normal, acts very rebellious, questions authority, do things what they want to do, how they want to do it, will not subject themselves to spiritual authority. And this demon is biblical in the Bible, and we shared that that was in the, the book of Genesis. Uh, just to recapitulate what we're saying, it's in the book of Genesis. And just to let the new listening audience know who just, just tuning up in here to, to let you know where we're going, we came out of Genesis chapter uh, 16, and we started at verse 9, and then the main uh, <clears throat> theme of this sermon is 16, uh, 12, and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he should dwell in the presence of his brethren. Now let's go to uh, Lamentations chapter 4, verse 5, and Sister Durden is going to explain to you 
why demons work in gangs and why you need to pray to the Lord to find out what principalities this thing has subjected itself to so that you can come up against it with the blood of Jesus. This is Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. My name is Pastor Emmett Overton. You can email us at fdimresearch at hotmail.com. Okay, so Lamentations chapter 4 verse 5 reads, They that did feet delicately are desolate in the streets. They that were brought up in scarlet embraced dung hills. Now, we're talking about, no, I want to talk about the monster. That's not what I was looking for. In Lamentations chapter 4, it speaks about a sea monster. That's incorrect, 4-3. That's my fault. She made a mistake. We're human. Let's go back to... Even the sea monsters, here it is in Lamentation 4.3, even the sea monsters draw out the what? Breasts. They give suck to their young ones. Now, they're talking about demons. The daughter of my people has become cruel, like the ostrich in the wilderness. These are demons. And the wild men have other subordinate spirits under them. Okay? So if you've got one demon controlling, you have some other ones there. And that's why you have to be thorough in when you're casting out demons out of people or out yourself. Because if you miss one spirit within the guidelines of that other ranking spirit, they will give these other spirits legal interest to come back in. That's why you have to be very thorough when you do deliverance. One man said, Passover, you are very thorough. I have to be. You're dealing with ancient spirits that's more thorough than you. They're more organized. They're so organized while you're sleeping. They're waiting on you to take off your, take off your armor, and they're in you. So we have to be more thorough with them. So here we give an illustration of these sea monsters, which are demons that work, operate in the sea, are under Leviathan. Most likely these demons here are referred to as a sea monster, which are spirits that live in the sea. And if we uh, read the Bible, we'll know that it says, what is thy name? And, and then the name that said, my name is De- uh, Legions. And it says that... Uh, this thing jumped and it went into the uh, sea. Amen? And these demons, they they went about 2,000 into the sea. And we'll read that. Here in Mark chapter 5, it says, verse 12, And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine. I don't need to read the whole thing because we're talking about uh, sea spirits. And I'm showing you how to identify spirits, whether they're from the sea or from the land. Some walk on dry places, according to Luke chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. These are not script, uh, demons that walk on dry land. They are operating in the sea. So you have to ask the Lord. What spirit is this which regional territory is operating in, whether it's the sea or land? But we know here that the wild man's spirit is walking on earth. I'm trying to train people in the deliverance ministry who's hearing this. Do you have to find out which category of demon that you're dealing with? And here in Matthew chapter 5, verse 12, it says, All the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we, that's more than one, uh-oh, here's the we. Now, here's one speaking, but how about the other we? They're not saying anything. He's speaking on behalf. That's the main one you want to have to get out of that person so the other ones will follow. And when people do wrong deliverance, they're chasing small spirits all day, and you just be chasing, and, and you'll be woe out doing that. So you have to be directed by the Holy Spirit, and it says, We may enter into them. And forth Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a step place into the what? Sea. 
So we know that that's not a land demon. That's a sea spirit. Okay? Just as well as Lamentations chapter what? 4.3 says it's a sea monster. So I'm showing you that you need that when you're dealing with any kind of spirit. Now let's go back to Matthew. We're dealing with this wild beast, this wild animal that makes people act like a crazy donkey. And people are acting crazy nowadays. you got folks acting so crazy, they don't even know what they're doing. This is wild, untamable, and uncontrollable. That's a wild donkey spirit. And in order to deal with that wild donkey spirit, you need discernment. Here it says in Matthew chapter 12. How many people are learning something? Raise your hand. Here in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29, it says, Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? So these demons have goods within you. So there's something within you they want to keep. Except he first binds a strong man. You've got to bind that main demon. So if you're dealing with slowfulness, if you're getting, dealing with tiredness, laziness, procrastination, you've got to find the main demon that's operating under all those other categories that I just said, or it's not going to happen. We did a deliverance yesterday with an elderly lady, and we just told her, and I have three witnesses in here, uh, Mrs. Bailey, and we said, Mama, open your mouth. All of a sudden, she was going like this here, blowing. And, and what happened to her mouth? It started going like that, uncontrollable. Demons just coming out. We tapped on the right spirit. And before you know, her mouth was doing this here. And I had to say, Mama, and then she came back. She was gone. Didn't you see that? She opened up her eyes, and she wasn't there. For you listening audience, this is a testimony. This is live. This is real. And I want the whole world to know demons. Now, if you're sitting under a great nothing, and that's a theologian with all this intellectual experience and all these sounding words, leave him alone because he's going to send you to hell, straight to hell. Um, yes, Pastor Overton is correct. That was my mother. And um, I have never seen her in the spirit to the extent she she was just gone. The Holy Spirit had her. She, we told her to open her eyes. She opened her eyes, but she couldn't even focus on us. She just was. She was gone. there. I mean, she was. She wasn't there. She was gone. Uh, and her mouth. We start telling her to blow. Then we sister Durden. We start saying blow, blow, blow it out, Mama. And she was blowing out. So lift up your hand. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit took her. She said, she couldn't even stop. And demons was coming out. Hey, thousands of them. And how demons come in people with dead doctrine. Ha, 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 All that old crazy stuff. If you listen to it, you need to come out that mess, okay? I don't like mess like that, and I don't like preachers that's preaching like that. You are the enemy of the cross of Jesus of Nazareth, and I rebuke you. And all your intellectual teaching, I rebuke every one of you. If you're coming up here talking about Jesus, we got God's written word, you're going to go straight to hell with that type of doctrine. That's a lie, and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Now, you have to deal with these different ranks of spirits. And if this wild man is controlling you, you've got to find out the subordinate spirits under it, or it won't work. And it says here, or else how can one enter the strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first, what? Bind the strong man, and then will he spoil his house. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattered aboard. 
So you have to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, this wild man is in me. Show me some signs of this wild man. Now I'm going to show you the signs of the wild man demons that's under the main demon. Go back to Judges. Isn't God good tonight? Here are some demons under the wild man's spirit. In Judges chapter 2, verse 11, it says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam. Well, a wild man spirit is serving the devil, Beelzebub, because he's not being controlled by the Holy Spirit. Now, this is a Christian that's rebellious. Then it says, And they forsook the Lord God and their fathers. They will forsake teaching. They will forsake the way that their mother and father raised them, which is a violation of what? What the Bible says we must do with our parents. Honor them, right? And where is that at? That's in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. And it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. A wild man's spirit will forget the traditions of their mother and father and just go do it their way. And you ever seen a... Yes, it will. 
hands all over this place and say hallelujah. What a good way to kick in this anniversary. We'll give you the history of Live Deliverance Internet Radio. This ministry started at a hospital during a time of a crisis in my life where I was unable to work. And I wanted to commit suicide. And I called in uh, 700 Club uh, uh, where Brother John was working. And I met him. He came over to my house. And I got saved. And I didn't know what to do because I was waiting on disability. I'm out of work. Can't sell drugs no more. Connections was lost. And uh, Brother John let me come in his office, which... He wasn't supposed to because I didn't have no degree as a chaplain, but God moved on his heart to let me come there, and I studied, and I stayed and studied the Word from 9 in the morning to 3 in the morning for three years, and I fasted Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I had to suffer, and when you're called in the ministry, you're going to suffer. The anointing is not easy. The deliverance ministry is the most difficult ministry that I've ever encountered throughout my life as a Christian. I've encountered some beautiful people. I've been hated. I've been not liked because spirits in people. But out a wonderful thing of, about this ministry of deliverance. During the course of my reading, for some way I got a hold of uh, I was doing a teaching on the blog to some talk thing and. James Jones, a friend of mine, entered me to introduce me to New Wine Radio. And at the time, uh, I was married. My wife was a counselor. And I started with New Wine Radio, and it was building. And the pastor was, I guess, spirit of jealousy. I can't judge him. But they was trying to cut back some of my time because I was doing a lot of deliverance. And the Lord told me, Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio. And I'm like, okay. I uh, don't even have a job, and I'm here in international ministries, and I'm broke. Well, that's how it'd be. And uh, as time went on, uh, Brother John's daughter named Sister Durden had demonic manifestations in her home due to some African uh, artifacts she had in there. And when I met her and she re- realized what was going on, that got her attention, and She's been with me for 18 years. That's Chaplain Durden's daughter. Also, I have uh, Pastor Steve Lee, 18 years, because me and Steve Lee have been together 52 years. Uh, we both are apostles of, of Wayne C. Thompson. And uh, I met Sister Sheila 10 years ago. She still works with me on our Facebook, Brother Rodriguez Baker. He's on staff. Brother John assists me here and as a friend. Come on and support me here. And Sister Ruthie, I met some wonderful people in this ministry. We started off at a hospital, and I began to learn demonic spirits mostly in the evening time. When everybody would leave, the Lord would have me to walk in the hall and say, okay, now it's just me and you. And, uh, boy, when the Lord gave me the gift of seeing in the spirit, that changed my whole life to a perception of people. You had to be more patient with people because people don't realize that even when they're thinking, if the Holy Spirit is not controlling it, it can become demonic. Any negative emotion is demonic. I've learned that in 18 years. I've seen this ministry come up against stiff resistance and stand. We started off, myself, prior to me 
joining full-time ministry, I was with Bob Larson for a brief moment, and uh, he's a good man of God, but I don't cast out demons to the pit, and he was instructing people to do that and keep altered personalities. I don't believe that, and I have been under Derek Prince for 34 years, and uh, I was introduced in 1986. Derek Prince laid hands on me and my wife, and I'm not saying this just because I'm called to the ministry. I'm just opening up to you how live deliverance got to this point. And during the time of me not knowing the Bible, the Lord began to speak to me quietly and say, I'm Jesus of Nazareth. You're not using your mind. You, you, I don't need your mind. I don't need that. I don't need your mind. And I didn't understand that. And then he gave me where Joseph was minded to put away his wife and how an angel had to intervene to stop him from thinking a thought to get rid of Mary. And the Lord began to give me more scriptures about the mind. And he allowed me to see pastors with no anointing at their church, at the chaplaincy, because many preachers was coming in. And as I was fasting, I didn't hear the Lord overnight and still don't hear him every day. You don't hear the Lord every day. He'll touch your spirit or scripture will pop up in your spirit to give to someone. But he showed me something. And one of these pastors was so educated, I'm not going to give the name of the person to protect their identity that they may be listening, and I don't want to steer no one off from salvation. And the Lord told me he's just a dot. And he's so intellectual and brilliant and, all, you know, <laughs> and the Lord showed me his brains that he don't even know me. And I saw a grown man in baby diapers. I said, what is this? He said, spiritual warfare. He don't know nothing. And when he walked out of the room, God opened up my eyes. I saw a slitter. That was the first spirit I was ever introduced to in the deliverance ministry. The demon of slitter slitterses, intellectual demons and pastors. And when you're intellectual, it's not God. It's human wisdom. It ain't nothing but demons. And as I began to stay at the hospital, I did a lot of research. I had a lot of time at night to print out so much information. And I still got stuff in my home right now from being at that hospital uh, and getting all that information. And it started this ministry off in we went from there to uh, my house, and the Lord began to move on me and says, uh, you've honored Pastor Wayne. It's going to be live deliverance now. You're going to be a pioneer in the deliverance ministry, how I want you to pioneer. And you're going to listen to me, and you're going to listen to me only. And uh, that was quite frightening to hear. And I'm a man that makes mistakes like anybody else, and I'm human. And to hear that. It's quite frightening for me. I fear the Lord. I'm not the best of a human being, but I try as much as I can to dedicate myself to this strenuous ministry. Uh, it's a powerful ministry, but you got to know the word. You got to know the word in this ministry. So as me and Sister Durden worked together. Uh, we began to grow and uh, deal with a lot of demons. We, we, we've seen some stuff. And there are people been healed through one of the services of, of uh, AIDS. We had a person who was healed from their foot 
and we've met people all over the world. Even now, we are streaming to thousands of people. And I just want to thank God for allowing us to be on air 18 years. I have seen it all. I've seen tables levitate. I've seen people upside down. I've seen eyes levitate, pitch black. I've seen people operating in witchcraft so deep that their whole configuration can torture changes. Demons are very real. And God wants all of us to learn this ministry. And the best way to be a deliverance ministry is to be led by the Spirit of God and Him only. And not by your mind, but totally zombies to the Holy Ghost. God bless you. We're going to open up this thing for Brother John, and then we're going to get ready and close. All right, you have the mic, Chaplain John Durden. Hey, I'm enjoying it. Don't stop now. <laughs> you know, because uh, uh, I appreciate you uh, helping me learn about the deliverance ministry, because when I was in school, you know, they never taught us anything about about the deliverance ministry. They never really taught anything about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the word of knowledge and wisdom and so forth and everything else. And we just got basic intelligence, you know, our knowledge. That's all we got. But I thank the Lord for hooking me up with you at that hospital, and I never thought that um, after you and I uh, got 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 together, um, I thought that was it. But uh, the Lord had other things in mind, and consequently, I've learned in deliverance ministry, and I appreciate it because, like I said, they ain't got one word of it in, in college. All they said was demons are dead, or there's no such thing as demons. And I'm learning, and, and it's really appreciative, and I'm glad the Lord used my daughter, you know, in the ministry of deliverance, and uh, I'm proud of her. And I'm proud of you, not proud in the sense of, look at me, not that kind, just that being obedience to the calling of the Lord. I'm enjoying every step of it and everything else. God bless you, man, and keep on, keep on. I got an email text from Dr. Leroy Thornburg. says he don't know nothing about no wild man spirit. He he never heard of that before. Well, none of us have. That's the first time I heard about it, too, and I've been working with him quite some time. See, he don't even move when the Lord tells him to move. Now the Lord told him to, to teach on that. Now, I didn't know about that either, and me and, and Brother him been together for 17 years, and that's the first time I heard about the wild man spirit. The Lord works and gives knowledge in his timing, not ours. Reverend Thornburg says, God bless, and he'll call you after we get off air. God bless everyone. Hey, we have a new site to give. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to GoFundMe. You can go to GoFundMe. We're trying to raise $2,500 for another computer. We need a new laptop. Old Glory over here, this Dell, 10, 15 years old. We got a brand new HP, but we need two. And we have uh, some computers in Atlanta, Georgia, but they're built to be at home. So when I'm at home in the U.S., I got I got a lot of firepower. But here in Jamaica, I'm only limited to two computers. We're going to be back teaching in the United States February 9th for about a year, uh, eight months, I think, February, March, and June of 2023 is the will of God. I'll be in Ghana, Africa, uh, teaching a deliverance seminar for a month there. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side, PayPal site. Please so see to keep us on air. And also at the top corner of our site at www.livedeliverance.com is our GoFundMe. Brother John, God bless you. Thank you for your support. God bless everybody. Have a nice evening. Amen.
You know, when you've been called to do things for God or when you've been called to have a relationship with God, sometimes it just don't feel good. I mean, it's just downright uncomfortable from time to time. But in those tough times, I want you to keep it.
Oh, you can put your hands together. I'm talking to that person that knows what it's like when the money gets a little low and the bills are due. Maybe you lost a loved one this year. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you're wondering why your business or your ministry is not taking off. It seems like it's getting worse. But God has already walked out your steps. And he's set provision in front of you. And he's waiting for you to take hold of it. Say
boy, you sure got it going on oh, today. You treated the fat ass fast, flat stomach. Oh, yeah, back over to what's going on this earth here. <laughs> I ain't called in a long time, but uh, how you popping in this, popping in like this? I just had to call in. I'm doing fine, sir. How you doing, brother? Long time no see. Oh, boy. Go play that music, Pastor. <laughs>
list of demons and their powers. When we talk about the supernatural realm, a reference to angels and demons is but natural. Demons can be termed to be negative spirits that can stalk us emotionally, mentally, and physically, preying on us for spiritual gains. This video will discuss the various types of demons and the powers they possess. Demons need an open door or a portal that is some kind of an entry point into a person's life. They cannot enter, possess, or torment without that individual's permission. The word demon is derived from the ancient Greek word dame, meaning a spirit or a divine power. This word initially did not carry the negativity of the present set of demons. Demons in today's world are supernatural and often malevolent entities. Their reference is found in all sacred and religious texts. In Christian demonology, a demon is an unclean spirit, a fallen angel, an unknown entity that caused demonic possession and can only be removed through exorcism. In Western occultism, a demon is a supernatural entity that has to be conjured and controlled with specific given tasks. The following are the various classification of the demons and their abilities according to various myths, beliefs, and religious texts. Demon Hierarchy Believe it or not, demons do have a hierarchy and a cosmic system. Here are the various classifications. Fallen Angels The angels who rebelled against God with Satan are known as fallen angels. Satan or Lucifer was an angel known as Samael, the angel of light. He became Lucifer when he rebelled and was thrown down from heaven. Now, he is known as Abaddon, the destroyer, and Apollyon, the angel of the bottomless pit. The seraphim are the most powerful among the fallen angels. Demon of Elements Fiery Demons these demons reside in the vast darkness of space and have least interest in the human realm. Their work is not yet defined for the human realm, they have no contact with the human race and work on a totally unknown secret agenda. Aerial Demons These demons always attempt to seek the destruction of mankind, they swarm the spirit world seeking an entry into the material world to attack humans. Terrestrial Demons these demons have settled on earth, as they have been cast out of the heavenly realm. Often confused with shape-shifting creatures, they can take the animal as well as human form. If a terrestrial demon is killed on the earthly plane, then it dies supernaturally as well. Aqueous Demons These demons dwell in water bodies and take pleasure in drowning humans, especially children, they are often monsters that exist in deep seas, which destroy and drown ships. Subterranean Demons These demons live a very obscure life by dwelling in forgotten caves. They can be summoned to the surface only by disturbing their way of living. Bound Demons These demons are helper demons. They work under an occultist or a magician. They are bound to their master, and sometimes, they act as guides or protectors for places of treasure. Abilities of a Demon Power to torment mentally and physically 
purposeful deception, create false reality. Disguised as good spirits, producing insanity, have great physical strength. Power over nature, Satan can produce whirlwinds, fire from heaven and great miracles in the presence of people. Power over the human body, Satan produces painful boils or welts, diseases. Dumbness, blindness, epilepsy, attempted murder. Multiple possession, apparently seeking rest by possessing humans. Convulsions, child possession, mauling. Animal possession. A limited prevision of the future, fortune telling. Anger, great strength and power. Treacherous nature, scheme wickedly, attack humans. Provide supernatural revelations like telling the past and future. Ability to speak through an animal. Can travel from one realm to another. Projection of a false reality. Ability to remove thoughts, to implant thoughts and to manipulate the mind. Deceive the nations with malicious plans. They are invisible, but there is an awareness of their presence. Can take human form. Pagan rituals through occult practices and human sacrifice. Can transport human beings into surreal situations making them feel in supernatural falsity. Limited ability over events and human actions. Child sacrifice and murder for rituals. Communicate by speech to humans. Vast in number. Speak to men, can control vocal cords, strike humans with paralysis and possession. Know and speak different languages. Preach a false gospel and deception about God. Give false visions and experiences. Can perform miracles. What is demonic possession? Demonic possession has been reported and has roots in many cultures and religious sects. The early case of possessions came from the Sumerians who believed that sickness demons caused a person to fall ill. Christian faith attributes possession to lower demons and fallen angels. A person can get possessed only when she or he gives the malevolent entity an entry into their life's ex, through Ouija board, seance, conjuring of demons, packed with Satan, black magic, and ritualistic practices. The signs of possession are when the victim talks and understands different languages, levitates and crawls on walls, has convulsions and fits, erased memory, change in personality, clairvoyance about people around him, hurts or injures oneself, and has superhuman strength. The only way out of this is an exorcism performed by religious heads. Alphabetical list of demons and their powers. Abaddon. Another name for Satan, meaning the destroyer. Abraxas. Gnostic supreme entity, ruler of all 365 heavens or circles of creation. Adramlik. Possessing the shape of a mule or peacock, he is considered as High Chancellor of Hell, President of High Council of Devils, and superintendent of demon king's wardrobe. Agars appears riding a crocodile, governs 31 legions and is said to make enemies flee. 
he teaches all languages, and makes earth spirits dance. Ahriman Another name for devil in the Persian religion. Aim Fire demon, duke of hell, has command over twenty-six legions has three heads, a serpent, a man, and a cat. Alastor Alastor was originally immortal, the son of Neleus who was the king of Pylos, but later he became a demon after he was slain by Hercules, the greatest hero of Roman mythology. In Christian demonology and Zoroastrianism, Alastor is known as the executioner. It is also sometimes used as a generic term for evil spirits as a whole. Alasis Teacher of astronomy and liberal arts, he has the head of a lion and rides as a knight. He is said to command over 36 legions. Amtusias Looks like a unicorn but comes as a human form when summoned. Has command over 29 legions and arrives with a trumpet sound, the trees are known to revere it. Amun Reconciler of friends, can predict past and future. Egyptian supreme blue-skinned god who appears as a wolf with a serpent's tail, and in the human form, has the head of an owl and canine teeth. Amy, Commander of 36 legions, a great president who appears in flames and teaches astrology. Andrus, Escalates quarrels and discord, travels on a black wolf, has face of an owl and body of an angel. Commands 36 legions. Andre Alphys teacher of geometry, appears like a peacock, and raises a great noise. Andromalias Great and might Earl appears in the human form with a great serpent, it punishes thieves and wicked people. Anzu A Sumerian mythical creature that lived in the realms of God. Asmode Persian demon of wrath. Astaroth a Grand Duke who presides over forty legions, appears as an ugly creature over a dragon with a viper. Summoned by magicians. Astarte Goddess of fertility in many ancient cultures. Azazel Semitic goat-headed demon god. Baal First king of hell, appears with a human head, cat head, and toad head has 66 legions and teaches the art of invisibility. Balaam commands 40 legions, rides on a bear and has the face of a bull, a man, and a ram. He can predict past, present, future events. Barbados similar to the folklore of Robin Hood, he is an archer, has command over 30 legions teaches to decipher animal language and seeks hidden treasure. Baffin A strong, great duke, with serpent's tail, sitting on a pale horse. He teaches virtues of herbs and precious stones. Beelzebub Beelzebub is one of the oldest and most demonic figures ever. His strength surpassed the extremes of evil and thus he was termed the king of fallen gods. He is also considered the ruler of the infernal regions. Philistines hated flies and they believed that everything was created by the Almighty except the flies, 
which were created by Satan. Beelzebub was therefore sometimes known as the Prince of Flies. Behemoth Egyptian spirit of the desert Belial Chief of all the devils Belphegor The god of biblical Moabites Virabha Indian demon with long crooked nails who watches over the souls who wander in the space of aerial demons. Boor President of Hell, and demon of second order. Commands fifty legions and moves by rolling himself, teacher of philosophy, logic, and herbal medicine. Kali Hindu goddess of destruction. Kalakintsaros a Greek vampire that fed on children born during Christmas and Epiphany. Came. Wise occupant and high president of hell, he is known to be a teacher of communication with animals. Cerberus. A Roman or Greek mythological creature that guarded the gates of hell. Changshi. The Changshi is the Chinese version of the vampire. In Chinese belief, each person has two souls, a superior or rational soul and an inferior irrational soul. The superior soul could leave a sleeping body and appear as the body's double as it roamed about. It could also possess and speak through the body of another. However, if something would happen to the disembodied soul during its journey, its body would suffer. Crosal great and strong duke with 48 legions in his command. He is known to teach controlling of water elements. Devas In the Zoroastrian religion, a Deva is a demonic and destructive being. Devas are combated by the Ahuras who help to uphold the moral law. Dak 109 A great witch according to Iroquois mythology, who appeared like a whirlwind. Dathyas giant evil spirits in Hindu mythology. Diamus Goddess of Calicut, wears a crown has four horns on the head, and four crooked strong teeth in her mouth. Elagos Grand Duke of Hell, he has sixty legions in his command. Is known for secret warfare. Erish Kigal Ruler of the Underworld. Irenes also known as Furies, three women who were sent to avenge the souls of the dead and bring justice. Named as Electo the Never-Ending, Megara Envious Anger, and Tisiphone, the Voice of Revenge. Eurino, one of the female titans of Greek mythology. Fenrir, wolf child of Loki and Giantess Angraboa. Focolor, a great duke who kills men by drowning them in water and overturning ships during war. Fomorians Gaelic demons with the body of man and head of a goat. Fercus Knight and high president of hell, commanding twenty-nine legions. Appears like an old man with a white beard and rides a horse with a pointed dart. Furfur Count of hell with twenty-six legions speaks only lies, appears as an angel or a stag. GAAP High President and Prince of Hell, commanding the four principal kings and sixty legions, 
appears in the human form at noon. Glacia Labellus, High President of Hell who commands 36 legions, appears as a dog with griffin wings. Gorgons, Demons of the Underworld or Sea. Grimory, Powerful Duke of Hell, appears as a woman wearing a ducal crown and riding a camel. Harpies, also called the Hounds of Zeus, they are a group of feminine creatures with beaks and claws. Ors, Grand General of Hell, commanding 20 legions, he appears like a leopard and can turn demons and spirits against exorcists. Hecate, Goddess of Underworld, Darkness, and Black Magic. Hezi, Finnish word for demon, they are entities of woods, streams, and hills. Hun came and Vukov came. Principal death gods of the Mayan underworld. Ibli. Another name for devil in Quran. Incubus. A fallen angel who fell for the lust of women. Appears sexually in nightmares and dreams to have sex with women. Isthar. Babylonian goddess of fertility, love, and marriage. Izanami. Japanese god who bought order to the world of chaos. Jin. Spirits created by God out of fire, they attempt to take mankind away from Allah. Hormangand. Middle child of Loki and Giantess on Graboa. Kappas. Water demons in Japanese mythology. Lamia. Harmful spirits who killed sleeping infants and seduced sleeping men. Leonard, the alleged deity of Knight of Templars, the goat-headed Baphomet. Leviathan, Leviathan is a sea monster referenced in the Tanakh, or the Old Testament. This word has become synonymous with any large sea monster or creature. Lilith, Sumerian goddess, queen of heaven, mother of all demons. Loki, trickster god in Norse mythology. Lucifer, another name meaning light bearer for Satan. Mammon, biblical term for wealth or property in Aramaic. Mara, evil spirit in Buddhism. Mephistophiles, another name for devil in Faust myths. Moloch, Biblical God of the adulterous Israelites who worshipped it with child sacrifice. Nabrius, Marquis of Hell, three-dog-headed demon, commanding twenty-nine legions. Nagas, race of serpents who populate the underworld, according to Hindu mythology. Nikar, malignant water monsters who drown people according to Teutonic mythology. Nibus, said to be the hell buffoon, he manages visions and dreams. Orneus, the first demon mentioned in the Testament of Solomon. Orobos, high prince of hell, commanding twenty legions, he appears as man and horse. He sees the past, future, and present. Bos, great president of hell, he appears like a leopard. Paimon, king of hell, 
governing 200 legions, half from the angelic order and half of power, he appears as a man with a woman's face riding a dromedary. Picolus. Worshipped by the ancient race of Prussia, they honored him with head of a dead man and a tallow. Pritas. In Hindu mythology, the tortured spirits of the dead that roam the Pritaloka, underworld. Rehobart. A demon who is known as the companion of Satan. Rom. In demonology, Rom is a great earl of hell, ruling thirty legions of demons. He is depicted as a crow which adopts human form at the request of the conjurer. Renov. Marquis and Count of Hell, commanding 19 legions, he appears as a monster and teaches languages. Satan. Another name for Lucifer the fallen angel. Seraphim. Serpent demons according to Assyrian, Egyptian, and Babylonian culture. Succubus. Female version of incubi, seduces men when they are sleeping. Tezcatlipoca. Demon of conflict and change in Aztec mythology, portrayed smoking, it has an obsidian mirror at the back. Tlalpi Cutley. A female monster with mouths at her elbow, knees, and other joints, who wants to eat flesh all the time, according to Aztec mythology. Tzitzimim Celestial demons in Aztec mythology that threaten to destroy the world. Yakovic Demon of inferior order who maintains the oil in the infernal boilers. Vival Powerful Duke of Hell who commands 36 legions, he appears as a dromedary or as human who speaks Egyptian. Vapula Great strong Duke of Hell commands over 36 legions, he appears as a lion with griffin wings. Vipar Great strong Duke of Hell, he appears like a mermaid and guides the ships in the seas. Vine Great king and earl who shows himself like a lion riding on a black horse, he throws down stone walls and makes water rough. Watchers Sons of God who took human wives and had children known as Nephilim. Zaphon Fallen angel of the second rank, he is known to be inventive. Yangent Waitan a lesser-known demon who roams the streets of finest tear holding flaming fingers. Yaramayahu According to Aboriginal culture, a little red man with large head and mouth. Praise God, if you need any deliverance and if you've dealt with, this is our anniversary, and we're doing uh, celebrating. We're going to be doing this for two to three months. We're celebrating our anniversary. If you having any problems with Ouija boards, charming, table tapping, light as a feather, palm reading, crystal balls, automatic handwriting an analysis, pagan holidays, sorcery, astrology, fortune telling, visionary dreams, rude spells, curses, astral projection, bloody Mary, narcolomancy, sorcery, channeling, white magic, black magic, water, water dowsing, spell books, secret oaths, remote view, tarot cards, silk vows, greeting tea leaves, been involved with transcendental meditation, psychotraumatic, clairvoyancy, voodoo, 
I Ching, deteleportation, Satanism, give us a call. Give us a call. You need help. If you've been involved with numerology, false tongues, psychokinesis, ESP, biofeedback, these things open up doors to demons. Contact us at 678-701-3733. Deliverance Ministry deals with every demon and have the power to deal with the demon based on the person's will to get free. It's not the deliverance ministers, it's the person and their will. If you want to get free from demons, you can. We're 24 hour a day internet radio ministries. I'm going to go back on air now. We have some teaching that we're doing. You're welcome to come join us at www.livedeliverance.com. We have Minister Candace Durden teaching on gatekeepers. God bless. Come join us at www.livedeliverance.com. This ends our first day of our anniversary, celebrating 18 years of the Ministry of Deliverance. God bless. <laughs>